welcome to Here You Are, Wasa. I believe this is episode number 24. I'm just guessing it's number 24. I'm one of your hosts, Dino. And I'm Eric. Hold on, we don't have any, uh, I don't have any recording on my end. That's okay. Um, And and we are uh, live in, in Marathon County, the county where the county board doesn't believe in the First Amendment anymore. (laughs) <laughs> why 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 should i beat around the bush and, and not you know and not pretend to, that we're going to talk about this so yeah yes but like i think what's going to happen a lot if trump ever becomes president there's a lot of backtracking on oh, those yeah? first amendment rights well it seems like there is yeah you know, right now we're having special sessions tomorrow to review yep. the decision that we've already made Yep, and so I, I got a call. I, so I've spoken to six county board members, all of whom were off the record, um, about this decision. And all of them felt, all three of the six described the process for the first closed session as personally bullying. <laughs> I'm like, okay, good, you know. But, uh, and then, you know, others are like, we felt professionally bullied and, Etc. Etc. And now they're gonna they're gonna meet tomorrow at four p.m. without any public without any public comment. So the three thousand people who signed a petition to get Brad reinstated aren't even going to get a chance to to be heard. So you know the, the and and the thing that that uh, some of the things that bother me on this whole thing. So you might not get in a word edgewise, Eric. So that's so fine. just get you know maybe just get a drink. Um, so one of the things that bothers me about this is the is the apologists, the the people who want to justify to me the the position that the county had to take, and uh, and so I, I I respond to that quite simply and, and rather arrogantly at this point, either either Brad and you and I and everybody else are entitled to First Amendment protections, or we're not. The rest of this is totally fucking irrelevant to me. Th- this idea that, well, it's comparable to Tony Romo or Aaron Rodgers saying something bad about the Packers. No, it's not. It's not comparable at all. Did they actually use that nope. as justification? Some, some people have. Some people have that, you know, his his constitutional... Re- There's a guy who ran for city council named Doug who sent me a message because, fuck him, he got it wrong. So uh, Doug sent me a message saying, oh, you're wrong about the constitutionality issue of this. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm 100% not wrong about this. So in two, in two ways. One, uh, the Marathon County Board is, in fact, a government body. It's not like an employer. It's, you know, I, I don't have a problem with your employer censoring you. You go ahead, get censored by your employer all you want. This is a government body the First Amendment protects us from government intervention in our speech. So it's really, it's really about the First Amendment. It really is. Secondly, oh, well, he, there, there was no, he wasn't penalized. He was never found guilty of breaking a law. That's incorrect because he was fined. He was suspended without pay, which is legally is a fine, to the tune of roughly $12,000. So he was fined, he was suspended because he did something legal on his off time. 
it I, I feel bad for all of the people who want to justify this shit to me, but yeah, no, there, there's no just like our friend Pat is like, you're being too literal. And I'm like, no, I'm not. This is exact. If, if you didn't expect this from me on this issue, you don't know me very well, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, it's maddening. So you've been, you've been following it. Uh, I have. Okay. Maybe you have, maybe not as close as I have, but you know, what do you, th- did, did you read any of the news? Not in depth like you did, but yeah. I have the same take on it. I yeah. mean, yeah, you know, he should be allowed to do what he wants to do. He wasn't there representing the county. He was there representing his own, himself. Yeah. And like I mentioned to you, I, wasn't Milky there as well? Yeah, Milky was mayor. there as well, yeah. And Milky. how come how come that was okay? Yep, Milky spoke as well. He he got up there and spoke. The the long list of complaints here, you know, people are like, well, he was introduced as the county administrator. Okay, well he could have been he could have been introduced as the Queen of Sheba. He's not responsible for the, the utterances of someone else. I'm you know, I'm I'm not technically responsible for the things you say. And you're obviously, thankfully, not responsible for things that I say. And so to punish him, you know, somebody's like, well, they, they, these people had bad signs that were inappropriate and racist. Well, did Milky carry that sign? I mean, did, did Brad Carger carry that sign? No. Okay, well, then you can't punish him for something. I can't be punished for a murder that happens near me. Right. I, you know, I can't be punished for the speech of someone else who happens to be span, standing next to me. That's not how the First Amendment works. Either I have the protection of the First Amendment or I don't, you know. And to and there's also this, this theory out there, well, we had to vote for suspension or the next vote was going to be for termination, which is, which is bunk to me. And I... And, Several people who I know and care for on the county board have used that excuse. I that was what's going to happen next, and I, and the deal is, sure. But you, the vote was thirty to five. If you would have voted against suspension and in support of free speech, the vote would have been twenty nine to six, or twenty eight to seven. The vote still, the suspension still would have went through. There's there's nothing to indicate. Furthermore, in this in this sort of. Uh, excuse-making period of time that we have now, there, there's no indication that what happened in closed session is, is anything at all. So, oh, in closed session it was obvious that, uh, someone said it was obvious that either we voted for the suspension or they, we were, they had the votes to fire him. Sure, that's, that's incredibly likely. That's incredibly likely. But it's also incredibly likely that you guys sat around and watched Harmony Corinne movies. You know? <laughs> It's it's incredibly likely that you you sat there for two hours playing chess on your iPads while nothing happened. The point is, it's a closed session, and if you want me to def- defend your closed session, I have to I have to I have to know what was going on, and and this idea that I don't know what's going on and somehow I shouldn't be allowed to be critical of that is is bunk, and it's it's incredibly disappointing. You know that that this had to happen, and, and the text message you sent freaked me out. Um, but yeah, the the county board in Wausau here here in Wausau uh, voted thirty to five to suspend Brad Carger for attending a peace rally in Wausau on his own time, outside of work hours, and and 
they people wanted to fire him for this, and so it it's an it's an amazing thing to to watch right now because like you were talking about Trump and walking things back because really he's the master of that at this point because he just keeps spewing shit. Um, the Chief Hardell just went on just went on Facebook and and posted something about you know race protesters and race promoters and it's like. Oh come on! You're you guys. It's this is a small town. You don't need to engage in this, but you know, Facebook is a perfect example of what happened to Carter because you think of all the shit that's on Facebook. That's probably in Jeff Hardell's stream, personal stream. Right. There's probably a lot of stuff that's inappropriate for his position. Yes. It's the exact same thing. Right. He can't be held responsible for the people that follow him or that he follows because they have something stupid to say. Right. I mean, it's it's the same thing that uh, the what's the guy Milo Yiannopoulos, right, right, you know, right, right, whatever his name is. Uh, he was recently banned from Twitter for for apparently for life. I don't I don't know how that's right. possible that he can't just get another Outlook account and start it again. But it's fine. Um, so they ban- they banned him from Twitter for life, and uh, because they they blame him for uh, a, an evening of attacks on the African American lady who's in Ghostbusters, and right. so that this is this is different for me because Twitter is not a government body. So the, the the inherent difference, like I I own a website called Citizen Wasa, and I have, and I have the right to pick and choose what I want to post on my website. So like in the begin, like in the first week, uh, our friend our friend Jim Carlson sent us something that he wanted posted, and it literally was three sentences long, and I said, yeah, no, we're not. I'm not that's a comment. What's what do you? write something you know and and it turned into this big big drama between marcus andy and i about you know well how are we going to do this and it turned into this large discussion and uh and i came and i was much younger then and less smart or less couth than i am now and uh and i was really mad like i really was i was really mad and scream you know yelling on social media essentially and uh and, but the reality is it's it's different. Twitter is a private enterprise. So Twitter can choose what they what and who they let use their services. Totally fine. They you know they should be allowed to do that. The minute the government decides who can and can't use a service based on their speech, yeah, I, I'm gonna let you know that that's wrong. right So yeah, it's it you know I, I Chuck D is my godfather, so you know I, I I come of I come of age of I am of the fight the power era, you know so yeah. I just I I can't help but feel there's something deeper going on. I can't believe that they would have made such a big deal about this one rally, a peace rally, essentially. Wasn't that what they were calling it? Yeah. That they would have made such a big deal about it. It seems like there's something deeper going on yeah i mean it really does it's you know you're not i don't think you're out of line for for posing that because you know it not to be conspiratorial but the rally was organized by the Hmong community right it was mainly attended by Hmong people right and it was in support of 
you know, a, a young Hmong kid that they thought got an unfair shake, right. you know, and or murder, murdering another dude. Right. So, I mean, the the young Hmong fellow was convicted, was tried and convicted of murder. So that the system worked. But the people have have every right. The the community at large has every right to say, hey, we didn't really like that. We can't do anything about it, but we're all going to get together and not like it together. You know, and Brad decided to, to, to build a bridge between himself and that community, which is an honorable thing, especially in times of, of great division. Yep. And, and what's funny is the authoritarian voice of the sheriff and Chief Hardell went out of their way to take offense to his attendance at this event and arranged essentially for an investigation. And as a result, Carter got suspended. And now the the county, the Mar- Marathon County, has egg on its face, you know. Unreal. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow? I think what's going to happen tomorrow is they're going to, if you look at the agenda that they're talking about, one is appointing a spokesperson for the county board, which furthers, which I think furthers the problem of this by denying elected officials their freedom of speech to talk about things that they are legally allowed to talk about. Like, obviously, Joel Lewis and Jack Hugendyke can't talk about what happened in closed session. They're legally bound that they can't do that. But the, I don't think the county board can talk, can tell someone what happened. They're, they're not allowed to talk to the media or whatever. So clearly Chairman Gibbs is going to go further with his denial of freedom of speech and if, if, if I was a betting man, I think they're going to do all of that and they're going to seek to fire, they're going to do whatever it takes to fire Brad Carger at this point. Wow. And, you know, I think they're going to, and I think at that point, Carger will have no choice except to bring litigation for damages against the Marathon County Board. And I would predict he'll win a hefty retirement account. You know? And wasn't there some line about, hiring a spokesperson to speak to the county administrator on their behalf. Yeah, let me look. Let's bring that up here. So just because it's right here on Facebook and we're both sitting in front of our computers. Facebook. I don't really, I mean, it just, I, I always kid. When I read it, it just sounded like they were trying to distance themselves from him legally. Yeah, right. So, no. Dun, dun, dun. This is, this is the exciting part of, of podcasts. Uh, so, The quick access to information? Yep, exactly. Um, so I'll read you the lines here. Call meeting to order policy discussion and committee determination to the county board for its consideration. A, review of county board action with respect to discipline of administrator, including, without limitation, memo documenting terms, Basis for county board action, legal analysis of issues surrounding investigation and board action, closed session minutes from June third, twenty sixteen. That that I didn't know about. That might be interesting. That they kept minutes of the closed session, and now they're going to maybe it sounds like they're going to give them to us. Huh. Um, B. Consider appointment of spokespersons authorized to communicate with press and respond to inquiries on behalf of board. This is this is where I take umbrage, say you know, 
They have, AKA scapegoat. Yeah, exactly. You have they have a right. Alder or county board members have a right to talk to the media as much as they want. They're elected officials. County appointment of persons authorized to speak with administrator concerning implementation of board action with respect to the discipline of administrator. D, review of request from board members, this is Katie Rosenberg and Sarah Guild, to reconsider board action imposing discipline on the administrator. So the... the Sorry, we're out of time. We could only get through three points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, we have to go. It's a closed session. Oh, and there's not going to be any public comment. Oh, that's too bad. But the meeting is, because I'm going to get this thing done tonight, because that's the way it goes, is August, Wednesday, August 3rd, 2016 at 4 p.m. I don't know if we'll, we'll have this up in time, but we'll, I'll, ha I'll try to get this thing done tonight. Um, the executive committee can consider closed session pursuant to uh, Wisconsin section article 19.15 section 1 so they can go and hide in a back room and, and talk about it behind everybody's back like they did before it's it's funny how I have no confidence that this is that this is going to work out well so the members of the executive committee are Kurt Gibbs who's the chair Lee Peak who's the vice chair Matt Boots Sandy Hillar Kurt Cluck, Bill Miller, Craig McEwen, John Robinson, and Jeff Sereni. So, yep, that's what we're up to. Yeah, I'm very interested to see those minutes because I want to know who started this. I want to know who started driving this. Yeah, right. Who who brought this forward? You know, because that at one point, if you look at the minutes for the committee or for the county board meeting when he did get suspended, they came out. They initially before going into closed session. Uh, somebody moved to suspend him for 15 days, and the vote failed, and then they went into closed session. So, Who yeah. was it? Who, who I don't made know who, the recommendation? I don't know who made the, rec the initial recommendation, but uh, candidate for Congress, Joel Lewis, vote, uh, seconded the motion, So, which I find incredibly disappointing that somebody from my political party wanted to stifle freedom of speech in this country. So... Yeah. So all right. So oh. I've just I just talked for quite a while. So That's okay. Uh, yeah. So how are you Something. doing? I'm doing well. Good. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. Yourself? You were gonna go see Born tonight. What happened? I, yeah, so uh I was gonna my mom likes to go to movies on Tuesday because it's five dollar old oh, movie. Oh yeah, that's right. And so we were pulling up to the movie theater and like the whole parking lot was full. So oh, apparently shit. so every old person in town was at the movies tonight. And so she saw that and just went, ah, oh, forget it. Let's not bother. So, hmm. yeah. So other than that, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the Wisconsin. I took part in the the Wisconsin Leadership Development Conference, which was uh, which was amazing. Really, sort of a highlight experience for me. What's that? So uh, there's a a man named Dan Gran. I don't know what his last name. His name is Dan, and uh, <clears throat> he brought together. Uh, a bunch of progressive leaders, and so I was invited to that. And then we brought together um, sort of like 15 or 20 groups of organizations throughout the state and taught them, uh, and taught all of us, they taught all of us how to do organizing work. Sort of when, because a lot of people hear the word organizing and stuff and don't really know what that means. So it's, you know, every, Barack Obama was a community organizer. Well, technically, I, I sort of am too. 
you know so it's you know finding finding a common issue that people want to work on and using using the tools you know put forward by by generations of community organizers before us to make that work happen so that's that's what we did we just sort of uh there are three kind of primary tenets the story of of me the story of us and the story of now so it's uh it was a training in a in a theory of action based on the based on storytelling which was which is great for me because obviously i'm i'm prone to storytelling because i have a podcast and a blog and the, uh, all of the others all of that above stuff so so yeah it was a really it was in appleton and it was the week when it was like 95 degrees and it was and it was three 14 hour days yikes and i don't i don't care how much air conditioning in the world you have you get 100 people in a room and it's 95 degrees outside that room just gets hot you know so it was like you know went back to the hotel and just sort of melted into bed every night so didn't didn't get a chance to see much of appleton but we were on lawrence university's campus and that's that's like a like if you if a movie made a uh a picture if you made a movie about what a college looks like it looks like lawrence university just these big giant old buildings with white pillars and, and shit like they have fraternity houses still i'm like wow yeah it was it, and it was so clean and so nice and so and i just imagine it's a college full of white people so <laughs> you know because it just it had it just screamed of you know upper midwest liberal arts education and i was like yep this is what a college should look like here we go so, yeah and appleton seems like a nice town and i and i worked with some great people so that was a lot of fun yeah nice yeah so that's it um you want to see any concerts this summer i am going to riot fest in chicago for all the days are you yeah that's our couple yeah, weeks right yep, exactly a couple weeks i the descendants are going to play there and the original misfits lineup and to be to be fair, I don't I don't give a crap about the original Misfits lineup. I just I didn't like them when they were the Misfits, and I I don't care about them now. But it's one of those things where, you know, they're they're a band of my childhood that were amazing, just weren't my thing. So I should go and see them. So yeah, three three days of of punk rock shows that'll be fun. Um, and I have tickets to see Wendy and Lisa with the Revolution. Oh, where's that? first avenue no way yeah so uh, when it's at after late what's next labor day or memorial day labor day so it's right after labor day nice and so if i can't believe you don't people wouldn't know this but the revolution is prince's first band and wendy and lisa were his the large collaborators in that band with him they, the the revolution i think you know i think is common parlance is, is the is the album that broke prince it's the album with purple rain it's in first avenue is the venue of the movie purple rain so the idea that essentially his band is coming back together for a memorial show for him at his his club is i think is going to be a big 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 emotional deal well they're quick to tell you that they never disbanded Right, I'm sure they never did because no, actually none of his bands have. Like the New Power Generation still exists as the New Power Generation, so you know I'm sure the the girls from Third Eye Girl will will stay together, you know. But but still, it's not like I saw a lot of you know Wendy and Lisa gigs over the years, you know. So, but yeah, I, uh, Jim Carlson actually got me the ticket 
and so he he bought as many tickets as he could when they went online and um and now and now the tickets are up to a ridiculous amount on ebay and StubHub. so damn yeah i should have known i might have just bought one to to sell it or just to go right yeah so yeah I'm, i'm super stoked about that you know that'll be fun and then uh Cheap Trick, cheap rock and roll Hall of Fame band. Cheap Trick is going. I'm going to the fair this year. Wow! So I'm going to walk as quickly as I can through the fair to get to the venue so I can watch Cheap Trick play. Because <laughs> you know they're Cheap Trick and they, you know, they're in the rock. They got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. I can't imagine. I can't imagine they're going to play the the Central Wisconsin Fair ever again. So. Yeah. But other than that, what about? Are you doing anything this for the rest of the summer? No. No. No plans anyway. Okay. Obviously, going I'm up north. Single and cool, so I don't get to go yeah. anywhere. Going Fun. up north, spending time in nature. No, I don't even want to do that. Lots of canoe trips. Mm-hmm. To, you know, finding insects and putting them in jars and stuff like that. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of insects and in jars around this house, but. None of them belong to me. You're, you're not taking part? Okay, all right. No, well, you know. So. No, just working. Yeah, good. Top keeps me busy. Yeah, so. All right, so do we have any recommendations? I don't really have a traditional recommendation, but I, right. a, I sent out a tweet today that, you know, it's getting to be football season, right? Yeah. And I follow a lot of news organizations locally and not locally. And I don't want to see every tweet about the Packers okay. or the Brewers. Okay. So I sent out a recommendation to the news organization today that they need to start new Twitter accounts, like, say, WDH Sports. Okay. Keep all their sports tweets to that account. You think Then I don't have to follow them. You think they're going to do that? Probably not. No. But that was my recommendation to it's them. Fun. Yeah, it's funny because you work at an athletic company. Yeah, right. You know, so. But it's like if you want local news, right? The headlines for the local newspaper on social media at this time are, are not oh. news, not yeah. news at all. No, I'm not going to get updates on the River Walk. I'm right. going to get updates on Packers training camp. That doesn't help me. Right? Did you see the construction going on? Not up close, just from across the river. Yeah, no, I I drove over. I don't know which bridge I drove over exactly that I could see it, but wow, I could see it from one of the bridges. And man, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So that's of, phase one is supposed to open later this year. Wow, that's cool. I, all I know is there's a lot of cranes and dump trucks over there. Right. So it looks cool to me. Yeah, yeah. I I can't I get I can't get over how many you know tweets from the Wasta Daily Herald have you know pictures of the Packers at practice, you know, but we have an, we have an insane appetite for that shit. Some of us do. You are right. You know, as a state, we really seek that shit out. So, (laughs) so then, then I'll offer up, uh, one, one, uh, quick endorsement. Uh, Showtime has a new show called roadies starring, Oh yeah. Uh, one of Luke Wilson, Carla Gugino, Carla Gugino from Who Was Naked in Sin City. Um, <laughs> that's all I remember about Sin City. Um, and uh, 
Imogene Poots is in the movie, is in the show because I just I don't know which one she is in the show, but I see her name in the credits. And so what it is uh, is very very familiar to me. It's sort of the day it's the daily activities of a medium size touring band. They've they've created this band that I would say is is c- comparable to they're they're playing like five to ten thousand seat venues and they're the stanton house band that you know they've been on the road forever apparently and it's a, a sort of serialized drama about the the daily life of the ro- the crew and it's so much fun i really you know like stories about buses and and like they they did a thing two episodes ago if if you've ever traveled, uh, there's there's an ongoing curse sort of among all musicians, where there's a, there's a city you don't ever say the name of on the bus. I've never I, like I've been on a bus with lots and lots of bands, lots and lots of crews, and there's one city in America whose name you never say. It's like because it brings down a curse on the bus, and huh. uh, and w- they did a whole show about this curse, and I thought, yep, whoever writes this show. It, knows. It, it feels authentic because I, I know at least 10 I know at least 10 touring bands from the 90s and early 2000s who just just even if they were going there that day just would not say the name of the of the city on when they were in the in the bus or the van and I thought yep that's cool that they got that you know huh. so and and just so everybody knows if you're ever on a on a touring bus with the crew don't ever say the name of of the city of Cincinnati. It's, hmm. I don't, I don't know exactly where the curse comes from, but every, every crew or every band that I've ever worked with, that's a thing. Like that's an actual thing that you just don't say the word Cincinnati on the tour bus ever because you, you end up spending the day doing ridiculous things to try to get rid of the curse. And who knows if those things are real, but I know that it's universal enough that it fucks with a lot of people. Wow. Um, and so that show, I really, I really, really like it because it's so much fun. It's, uh, you know, and it's it's really sort of of the moment because, you know, like there's the social media and the blogger aspect. And there's a guy there who's from the corporate office trying to revamp the brand of the band. And I'm like, this is this is fun, you know, so <laughs> I really like it. So, yeah, nice. Roadies is the show. Luke Wilson is the is the male lead. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. But. Nice. All right, so that's that was that was me ranting for for way too long. So next time we'll have to do. A you didn't rant about uh, one particular person. Did you want to pipe in about the KKK at all? Oh fucking hell! Oh my god! Oh god! Oh! All right, so I'm hardly ever, I'm hardly ever shocked or dismayed by small town government doing something that I think is amazingly dumb like i'm i'm oftentimes outraged just because i can be and i'm oftentimes upset but rarely am i surprised but sherry abbott's sherry abbott's of both the wasa city council and the marathon county board uh in in a letter to mary tau from the from wasa who sent her a letter asking her to explain her vote suspending brad carger invoked the KKK in, in essentially saying uh, 
Brad Carter being involved in a peace rally is like bringing the KKK to Wausau and not knowing what will happen. And the problem with this isn't that she she did it. The problem is that she had so many other options to use. The fact that she immediately went for the Klan is, is really troubling because it reveals something about her that somehow talking about a gathering of Asian people immediately invoked terror in her. Immediately invoked terrorism and intimidation and racism and all of the negative things that go along with the KKK. What she could have said was, Brad Carter, be, you know, it, what she could have said was, it's like bringing a cat to the dog park and not, being, and not knowing what would happen. It's like being, bringing a bear fan to Lambeau Field and not knowing what would happen. <laughs> it's, I, I jokingly wrote somewhere, it's like bringing Dino to a John Prine show and not knowing he would doze off. <laughs> you know, it's it. You know, it's bringing Dino to a group of singer songwriters and not thinking he's going to fall asleep. But you know, the the fact that Sherry Abbott is is a member of the county board and has no greater metaphor for to use in discussing the actions of the Hmong community than the KKK is incredibly stupid on her part. And I and I choose that word. I chose that word before I said it. Because I've been pretty measured. I, I think you have to admit that I've been pretty measured in my social media output about this. Even though I, have. I've been really quite vocal and consistent, I've been, I've been, the bet, I've been a good 45-year-old version of myself. <laughs> but, Sherry, but Sherry Abbott's did something overtly stupid in comparing, nope, sorry, in invoking the KKK in describing this peace rally. She didn't compare the peace rally to the KKK. She just used the KKK as a descriptor for a metaphor that she wanted to try to use in this email to an Asian woman. And so it's it's incredibly stupid on the part of Sherry Abbott to have done this. And I and she hasn't she's a I called her personally. I emailed her personally. Uh, for Citizen Wasa to ask for her comments. She hasn't responded to anything. Uh, Nora Hurdle at the... Hey, it's two podcasts in a row. Nora gets a shout-out. Nora <laughs> at the Wasa Daily Herald uh, apparently t- reached out to her as well in her reporting tonight, and Sherry hasn't responded. Uh, Mayor Milky did respond, saying she's entitled to her opinion, obviously, but she's but we don't support this kind these, these kinds of words or this this kind of description or something to that effect, distancing the city council from this. The issue, the greater issue for, for leadership in the community isn't that she's so stupid about what she chose to write, but the problem is the disconnection between the Asian American community, the Hmong community in our, in, in central Wisconsin and the, and the government. If they, the, the Hmong community felt personally upset with the, with the government as a whole when the government suspended Brad Carger. Compounding that, we have Sherry Abbott saying what she said, invoking the KKK in an email to a member of the Hmong community. I, I, I applaud Milky for reaching out and, and stand, taking a stand against this kind of stuff, but Sherry Abbott needs to explain herself. She really does. It's, it's, just, it's just plain stupidity that she would do this, that she, she didn't have a, another metaphorical device to use. And to anyone listening who Sherry may stop over at their house occasionally, 
feel free to invite her to talk to us on the podcast. Yeah, Sherry, if you want to come on the podcast, yeah, I called you stupid, but I'll hold my tongue and I'll let you tell me your story. I let all, all of the four candidates for mayor talk as much as they wanted, and, and I'll let you talk as much as you want to. But you, you really should explain yourself to somebody because you, you made the situation worse, Sherry, if I can speak directly to you. You made the situation worse. It was, it was bad already, and you compounded the badness by invoking the KKK. So, so yeah. Did and I, on that note. Yeah, did I miss anything? I don't think I, I missed anything. I don't think so. Good. All right, buddy. I will talk to you soon. We're out. All right, we're out.